The following audio is from Morningstar Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio. For more information about Morningstar, visit morningstardayton.org. Welcome back to our podcast. My name is Ben. I'm the associate pastor at Morningstar Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, and super excited to be with John Decker today um, and super excited about today's um, topic because it's a big um, thing for John. We're coming up on a big milestone for you today, John. We are. Um, I turned 25 this week. That's man. congratulations, and man. I'm super excited about that. <laughs> I wish. That'd be awesome. Um <laughs> Yeah, man, June 3rd was our first Sunday officially here. I know we're still a couple weeks out. Actually, I think two Sundays out from that. Not, so not too far away, but, man, uh, how much has happened and how much has changed in a year. And this time last year, I remember we were uh, – we had already sold our house. We hadn't closed yet. And, like, packing everything up and the house we lived in for 15 years – and all the memories that came along with that and every every box had a memory every room every every mark you know we had three boys so every stain on the carpet and every (laughs) (laughs) all that you just start remembering all that and you start you know you start thinking okay is this this it are we really making this move and we we throw around that phrase faith step a lot yeah and that was a huge faith step for our family i I mean we were that was our roots. Everything was there. And we had lived, you know, obviously, the house for 15 years, but we'd lived in that area for 20. Right. I lived there longer than I lived in Texas where I grew up. And so that was home. And so packing that up, I, mean, I, I remember I, right now I'm thinking back to what we were feeling this time last year. Yeah. And knowing that God, knowing 100% that God had called us here to Morningstar and to Dayton, Ohio area, but not knowing what that meant. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you experienced that this past November and mm-hmm. your guys' move here. Um, even, you know, you guys moved 45 minutes away, but it still was a big move. But so, you know, what I'm talking about it. Right. Says, hey, I know, I know hundred percent God's called me to go here, but I don't know what that looks like when I get there. Right. And, and, and it's, it's hard. I mean, you, you walk away from homes and memories and relationships, not that you walk away from them, but they're obviously not the same. Right. When you're not right. there. They can't be the same. You mm-hmm. can still be close to people, and you can still touch base with people, but you're not, you're not there. And so that's that's interesting to say the least. It is, it is. And so all those emotions we're going through, and you know, we would laugh, we would cry, we would be, man, this is this is a big this is a big deal, and excited to get here. And then I remember that moment. Like, in fact, one week from now is going to be that moment we actually packed up and and we made that move and. I mean, we moved here, and then that very weekend, we were down here for the first Sunday. And so yeah. not even unpacked completely yet. Mm-hmm. And and getting here to town and, and getting settled. And, and then, but, you know, honestly, we, we know this. It, it says in Hebrews, it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah. Not that it's hard to please God. Not that, hey, it's going to be a little more difficult. That word is impossible. Like, you cannot please God if there's no faith there in our life. And so, man... So what we see is when we take that faith step, whatever that looks like for any of us, that mm-hmm. God's right there. And the not not that we're blessed with stuff. Like I right. would be very careful. Of, hey, we got lots of stuff. We don't. We still. Right. We we just got more. We got just as much junk now as we had then. So it's <laughs> not that we're blessed with stuff. It's that that God's blessings come and God starts to move when we mm-hmm. move and right. we take a step out. Then God takes a step closer and and starts to just do His thing. And so and we've seen that. I mean, in right. a year, man. What. It's hard to wrap our mind around that it's been a year already. Yeah. And 
and uh, you and I and our family, our wives, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We took a trip down to Missouri yeah. and uh, for a fellowship week and for a pastor's conference. And going back there was interesting. It was great. It was great. It was really neat to, to be there. But it's different, too. Yeah. And uh, but so now what do we do? How do we how do we benchmark our lives now that we've been here for a year? Like, what do we what do we do One, we start over? Right. And we just every day wake up and take another step mm-hmm. because honestly, God has got us to that place right now where that's all we have. Right. We just we get up together and we, we take another step of faith by just getting out of bed and, and, and being faithful and letting God do his thing. It's a, every day is a faith journey for us. And we love it. it, it it's scary. Right. But we love it. So, so what, um, as you look back over the last year, what are some moments that were just, um, really cool moments where you, you saw God show up, um, first in, in the church, I'll ask about your family here in a minute, Mm -hmm. but specifically in the church where you saw God just be like, wow, like over the last year, these are some moments that I can just say, God did some crazy stuff. Oh man, (laughs) that's hard. I mean, cause there's been so many and mm-hmm. I, and, and that sounds really cliche, doesn't it? It's like, Oh no, yeah. there's so many. but you've, you've been able to witness it too over the yeah. last several months. It's, it's hard to put your finger on that. And so, man, um, you know, I think the very first Sunday we came, even before we moved, when I came and candidated and I wanted them to know who they would be looking at to call for their pastor. I wanted them to know everything about me. And so I laid out my heart and my vision on that candidate day. Like I didn't, a lot of people come in, they, they do their, you know, their box sermon. I, I, I wanted them to know who I was. They had to know my passion mm-hmm. of what I was going to be about. And at the end of that message, I remember just asking the church, which is really different for a pastor coming in and candidating, I guess, is I said, Hey, if, if you, if this is kind of what God's laying on your heart, if you're behind this, if you want to move forward with this vision, I'm going to invite you to come forward and let's just pray over this church, whether you guys vote me in or not, let's just pray over this church and what God has for this church, because this is, this is the passion God's laid on my heart. And I believe this is where he wants it to come be. If that's what you guys, if that's what you guys are moved by God to vote on. And just to see that response, even that day, I wasn't even mm-hmm. the pastor yet. I was just here to come candidate and come preach. And, and that was an amazing response. And I think that really set the tone for, Hey, there's going to be a lot of changes. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on, but it's all because of God. It's all about him and just watching that. And then not too long after that, having uh, just literally just a few weeks in having our first baptism where somebody came up to me and said, Hey, like I've never been baptized and I, and I need to, and just watching that spawn others who then came to me. And then we had a day where we baptized like five or six, one day and one Sunday and just watching God use people to break walls down and barriers that have been built up over time at this church, you know, in their own hearts and Mm -hmm. to watch that happen and then watch that lead to other people going out and serving. And that led to people getting saved and that leads to people serving more. And then we had a day where we had 14 people join the church on one Sunday. And then it just seems like every time we have people come forward, we have, you know, we're, we're adding five, six people at a time in chunks, which I know some churches might be really big. And I was like, Oh, that's nothing. But for us, that's, that's huge. That's big. And, and I even had breakfast this morning with a sharp young couple that Mm -hmm. they're like, Hey, we're, we're in. And so we're about to have another new members class and going to add some more. And so just, man, it's hard to put your finger on one thing. I mean, we could look back and just see where our people just step up and, um, they just, they serve and they're, they're catching that vision. Yeah. I, I look, when I think about things that that God's done at Morningstar, to me it's so crazy because as I've, as I've processed this, it started, some of the things that are going on at Morningstar started 
three years ago mm-hmm. at a camp that I was just talking to m- the camp speaker um, about my passion, about my heart, and and God knit our hearts together, mm-hmm. never really even dreaming that we would work together. He just right. knit, our, knit our hearts together as friends. And and now we're seeing even that, like something God did three years ago mm-hmm. was part of his plan for, for this place that we're at now. It's just crazy to, to unpack that. Absolutely. And and we're we're starting to realize that even more how God is always laying that groundwork before mm-hmm. we we even know that we have a need. So three years ago, before I even knew I was going to be a pastor, before I ever knew that we would need another person to come alongside and do ministry alongside us, God was already working that mm-hmm. out. And then the conversations that took place uh, with you getting here and and watching God move there too mm-hmm. and open doors up. I mean, that was that was huge. And then even now, I mean, like we didn't know at the end of last year, like okay, is this a, this step we're taking here? Is this something our church is going to be able to afford? It's something we need, but how are we going to do? It? And then, but now. Five months into this new year, from but even let's say six months from December to now, we're every month putting more money into our general budget, into our reserves, because we got because God's meeting that need. So yep. we were sitting there going, okay, are we going to have to dip into reserve to help pay for this salary? But now God's like, hey, I got this, and right. I love that about how God works. And and so, but that's just one story, All right? And we're seeing that time and time again. And so for me. And, and not to say, and we don't want people thinking, because I don't want anybody listening to this going, man, well, that's not happening at our church and get discouraged. Like there's bad, there's, there's tough days. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's, there's, there's challenges and there's struggles that we face here, just like everywhere else. But for me, I guess, knowing that God's been faithful already, I just, it's like waking up and going, okay, what's God going to do today? You know, and even if it's a challenge, okay, how's God, how's God going to bring me through this valley? How, how's God going to defeat this giant in my life today? Because I know he's already done it. Mm-hmm. Like he's already done the, I, and he's already killed the lion and the bear for me already through me already. And so how's God going to take care of this? And so to me, it's been a precious, amazing, scary, awesome year yeah. all wrapped up in the one, if that makes sense. Oh, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. What now? As as you've watched your family over the last year, um, process and grow through this this experience of being completely uprooted. You know, you have three boys yeah. and your wife. And what have you seen and experienced and and learned um, as it comes from just being a a dad and a husband who moved his family right. in that respect? Well, I think you know. I don't. Obviously, it, it was a God thing, but before we ever even moved. So after we came and, and they voted on us and, and we went back to Missouri going, okay, this is really going to happen. This is what where we're going to be at. Uh, that happened. That was in in uh, the spring of last year. And then we go back and we start making plans to do that. And we just, more than one occasion, sat down as a family in our living room. I remember sitting on our green couch in our living room and we just talked to the boys. And I remember telling them, look, this is, this is an everybody thing. This is, this is a moment where God is moving us. And it's, and we realize that's a big step for you guys. We realize a big ask for your boys to uproot from their friends and all that, but sharing with them that, Hey, this is, um, like dad needs you, mom needs you. And Mm -hmm. God is going to use you guys through this. So this isn't just, a dad calling, Hey, God's calling your dad to go be a pastor in Ohio. This was God's calling our family yeah. and sharing that burden with our boys saying, Hey, we need your help. 
uh, we're, we're, you guys are, especially for Jonathan and Daniel, you guys are going to be in a youth group and you guys are going to be part of that. We need your help being there and, mm-hmm. and being you and who God created you to be. And even trying to help Mason see that this is, um, for him being seven, wasn't as big of a, a change, you know, right. um, he wasn't as grounded just yet, but, but having, I think just, if I can encourage anyone who might be getting ready to make a move like that, you got to have those conversations with your family, mm-hmm. um, not to forget or leave them behind thinking, well, they got to go with me anyway. They do, but help them see that this is a calling for the whole family, that God didn't call John Decker to Centerville, Ohio. God called the Deckers right. to Centerville, Ohio. Um, and so then making that move and that transition and watching their faces, and it was it was tough, and they put on a brave face. And I remember, um, I think that day we moved out, I think all of us cried at some point, you mm-hmm. know, um, just the the – just, Hey, this is a, we're leaving this behind and we're okay with that, but still there's going to be memories we're leaving behind. But, but when we got here watching them try to make this adjustment and jumping in head first and they did, I mean, they're brand new school, brand new area, brand new city and watching them now. So they just, they're this week, they're finishing up their first school year here in Waynesville. We actually, we live in the Waynesville school district. So that's where they're going to school. And watching how God has already used them and he's brought relationships to them. Yeah. Right. That he knows they needed and that he's trying to use them for. for. And even for you, I mean, you as a youth pastor, you've had events and knowing that that my two boys are inviting. Yeah. And and some of them are actually coming mm-hmm. right to the events that are going on. And so they they've caught that vision. And, and not that my boys are perfect. No. You know, no, I get <laughs> not, it. But and they've got a long way of growth ahead of them. But but God has helped sustain them through this transition. And I think a lot of that helps. We can owe a lot of that to just letting them know, Hey, God's calling you guys too. Right. I actually watched Jonathan and Daniel, um, challenge each other for our last activity on who could invite more people. And so, um, that thing that only brothers can do with each other. (laughs) Um, and, and it's so funny because Daniel's just a machine Mm, when it comes to inviting people. He is just, it's just he's incredible at it, yep. and yep. and so Jonathan is is trying, which has been a cool thing to see because right. at first he was trying to figure out how to navigate a new group of friends mm-hmm. and inviting them to church, which can be a little daunting anyway. And so mm-hmm. um, being able to challenge him a little bit, but watching them challenge each other has been pretty right. cool to watch. That is, and Jonathan obviously being in high school, um, and you and I both have the hearts of a youth pastor, mm-hmm. and being in high school, it. It's going to be a little more difficult for the high schooler to yeah. make those invite invites, but he's doing it. He's yep. inviting and and uh, but Daniel being in sixth grade, they, I think that was a perfect time to move for him because usually you know, had he been in seventh or eighth grade it might be a little tougher. But I mean, he just gets in front of his class, the whole class, and passes out yeah. flyers. You know what I'm saying? And just yeah. doesn't care what anybody says. He's just hey, come. It's going to be awesome. And he's had kids come from it yeah. for it and. And that's really neat. And even Mason uh, in first grade, he's made some really good buddies and Mm -hmm. some a little too good buddies because he's gotten (laughs) in trouble because he's such a social person. Right. Yeah. And uh, and even in our neighborhood, there's there's some kids in our neighborhood. So Jonathan has a friend from high school. In fact, they're playing basketball right now down at the courts. And 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 uh, Mason's got some kids that are his age in the neighborhood, too. And they play. And and so God God's making that transition happen. Mm -hmm. And we're excited about that. And I I can't wait to see what he does even moving forward as Jonathan gets even more confident confidence going into next year and Daniel the same thing I mean he's just had a great year this year already with it so that he's right. just going to be on fire next year even more and and so we're excited and even for Mandy 
Mandy's gotten plugged in there in Waynesville. She's subbing at the school and making relationships there. And, and, and she's getting plugged into, there's a, a, some ladies in our neighborhood who wanted to start a neighborhood Bible study and she's jumping in. I think they start tomorrow night, I believe. And so, man, it's just, they, they caught it and they get it. And there's, but there's been hiccups along the way. There's been days that we're like, man, and to be honest with you in our humanity, there's been days we've like, on some of those bad days, hey, did we make the right decision? You know, right. those doubts can come up, and we're we're not immune like anybody else. Like, okay, did we make the right decision? Did we really? Is this really where God called us? And He always comes through and stills our heart and says, mm-hmm. "Yeah, just take a breath, right?" And and lean in, uh, lean into me. And that that verse that says, "Be still." I mean, that's kind of that's come to mind more than once. This idea of God going, "Okay, John, listen." Like, not just don't. It's not just a, a lack of motion. It's not, "Hey, stop moving." idea of stop talking rest and just let me do my thing and so on those days and he just comes through and just almost like john just take a deep breath and and i've showed up before i'm gonna show up again and he does and so so it's been exciting to watch that and i can't wait what this next year to see what this next year looks like i mean to me that's exciting so since i came uh last june um we've wanted to from the very beginning wanted to set up a missions trip and get our missions program up and running. And, and so waiting for the right time to do that. And now we just rolled out this past Sunday, um, that we're going to go to Guatemala at the end of August and really, really just challenged our people. Hey, this is what I've been talking about that if we're not a missions church, we're not a church, we're a club that meets every Sunday. And so, uh, both local and foreign missions that we got to be a part of that and just say, Hey, we have an option to go. We have an opportunity to go. And, the two, the challenge was this, either you go or you, you give to send somebody in your place. And the whole idea for this trip is different. It's not a survey trip. It's not a, Hey, it's a vacation really go sightsee trip. This is a missions trip. Get your hands dirty. We're getting in there to, I call it a vision building trip Yeah, for people to go. They catch this vision that we have that you and I have for missions in our church and come back here and get everybody else excited for it. Because come November, when we set up budget time and we're talking about next year, how intentional we want to be with missions, Mm -hmm. because God blesses a mission minded church and both local, but also around the world. And so that's kind of like the next benchmark we have coming up here in a few short months um, that I've been so excited about and I can't wait for it. Yeah. So so if you were to just say, I know you had you and I are both goal guys, you know, we both, we both aim for things. And if you were to say, okay, my, my first year hit my goals and, and you're a big dreamer, just mm-hmm. so anybody, yeah. if, if they don't know, like <laughs> you are a big dreamer, you, right. you, um, you dream big, you set big goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you were to say my first year, you know, hit my goals was maybe just under my goals or exceeded my goals kind of a state of the union, but not like, obviously we don't have time for you to, to go on for an hour about everything that you're excited about right now. Right. Cause there's a lot I know. Um, but if you were to give your, your kind of temperature reading on, on where we are in your first year, what, how would you share that? Man, I think, so let me just get overall, because I mean, if we broke it down into different areas, like if we broke it down to like small groups and our different ministries, like children's ministry and youth ministry, we might have different levels, but let me just do a blanket for the whole church. Cause maybe we can do a different podcast, at a different time to actually break down the different ministries in church. But, uh, for me, I think this, uh, this first year, honestly, I don't, I, I am a very big dreamer, but I don't know if I could have, I could have ever even dreamed and set goals that God 
shattered this past year. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like I, I had no idea that we would have as many people join our church as we had in a year. I, right. I had no idea that we would baptize as many people as we did last year in the first year trying to set everything in motion. Uh, I, I really didn't, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. But I had some big, I was like, hey, we're going to do some really cool things and God's going to show up in an amazing way. And he did, but I don't know if I could even put my finger on that. So I would say that this past year just exceeded anything I could ever imagine God doing. And so now we've that could be a good thing and a bad thing because right. now it sets me going, okay, God, I'm expecting you to show up again this year. Like what is this next June to December look like, right? What does this next June to June look like for us? And, and so I'm, I'm just going to sit back and do our thing where we get out of God's way and yep. watch and be faithful and watch God show up. And, and it might be totally different. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, we're going to, I'm going to set goals and I already have some huge goals set, yep. but God might be like, okay, well, I'm going to do some different work this year mm-hmm. in your church. Awesome. I'm just going to be faithful and right. and you're just going to be faithful and we're just going to wait and see. But I think just based on momentum that we have going in right now, um, I just, I expect God to show up in, a, in just a crazy, crazy awesome way. Yeah. So we've looked back, we've kind of looked now and like looking to the future. Um, and, and again, sometimes people measure things differently, you know, in the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years. And I, I don't, I know you have specific goals in those, those buckets, mm-hmm. But, you know, some of those are, are things that you're still processing and working through. And mm-hmm. those are all on a whiteboard because sometimes they get tweaked and sometimes they right. get changed. So right. not necessarily getting into those, but looking to the future, what is it? Um, what are you excited about leading into the future? What what things um, would you say, you know, Brian Moore says it makes your heartbeats fast. That's, right. that's kind of his right. thing. What? As you look to the future, we look back, we look present, but looking to the future, um, just kind of give us a, a a little bit on where you are there. Man, that's awesome. I so one, I would say the the in the near future, what excites me most. We just talked about is our missions. Yeah, is getting that kick started and really building that ver- that burden and that drive in our people that they get behind that. Uh, to me, that's the big, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest things coming up and I'm super pumped about that. That makes my heart beat extremely fast. Mm-hmm. And, and so I can't, for me, August can't come fast enough to get people and to see who God brings to us to send on this trip. Right. Um, the next thing I looking forward, I mean, I, we, and you've seen, we've broken down goals, one year goal, five year goals, um, 10 year goals. Right. And so we've, we've kind of broken down what that looks like for our church. Um, our 60th anniversary is coming up next year. 60 years our church has been here and um, really want to start um, maybe even possibly kicking off a campaign to pay off the mortgage of this building that we have. It's not huge, which is awesome, yep. but getting our people that vision in front of our people is say, Hey, look, we want to do more ministry. This is something that right now that we want to do because I firmly believe that God's going to continue to grow our church. And at yep. some point, we're going to need to look at, okay, what does God want us to do with that? How, how does he want us to expand? Does that look, is that building a new building here, um, a dedicated worship center whatever? And I don't want to do that. And we can't do that necessarily when we got the mortgage right now. Right. And so freeing that up to say, Hey, we want to be good stewards and free up money. So God can be able to work through that and, and just laying that out. So that excites me about that and excites me about what's going to happen in our youth department moving mm-hmm. forward and how um, the vision that God's given you for that and even where our, our, our worship team has come um, from when I came to, to now and 
revamping and, and getting our children's ministry. Uh, we have Kim Schlater does an amazing job with our kid ministry and her and I have been doing some brainstorming and talking and, and we're looking at, at getting that up and running too. And, and just, man, it's exciting. It's just all these things going on at the same time. And, and so trying to break them down, it's kind of difficult at times, but, but man, just where we are now and looking at, okay, so in a year and not, again, we're not looking at all numbers, but numbers are sometimes a good benchmark to look back on to say, okay, are we being good stewards of who God's bringing us? Right. Mm-hmm. And so in a year we've grown by 50 people in mm-hmm. a year um, to come into a church that was running about 110 when I, when I started to now uh, we're running in the one sixties and above and going, okay, that's awesome. And God did that. That's yeah. nothing to do with us. Okay. So what does that look like for next year? Um, do we, what is that person? You know, it, that's, what is that? That's a third. We grew by a third. We grew by about 33%, which most churches they're growing under 5%, right. And, right. and 10% actually a, a good good growth. And so we're at 33%. And so what does that look like? Is that sustained this year? Um, is it not? And if it is, that's going to create a lot of growing pains for us, mm-hmm. growing challenges, which is good. And so that excites me because I love challenges. I love going, okay, how are we going to like, okay, so we got this growth going on. People are getting saved. People are getting baptized. People are coming and joining our church. How do we, how do we fix this? Like, how do we prepare for that? And mm-hmm. so that excites me as well. And so I just can't wait, man. And, and, and you never know. I mean, God might be like, Hey, no, this year is going to be more of a season of, of, of preparing the fields. Right. So there might not be that huge 33% growth, but there's going to be a lot of different kind of growth. And that's just as exciting to me too. Yep. And so I'm just kind of like you, we're just kind of along for the ride and we're going to be faithful. And when, when stuff happens, we're going to be faithful. When good stuff happens, faithful. When bad stuff happens, just gonna be faithful, man. Yep, and, and it's exciting. I I just can't wait to see. Um, we always joke that right now, you know, you and I drive around and, and get some things knocked out, and that someday we're gonna look back and remember the good old days where <laughs> it was just me and you. How rolling easy around. that was, yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, and and I can't wait to see what God is doing. But we are dreaming huge, and. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of the people that listen to our podcast are our people. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, if, if you're listening to our podcast and maybe you're not in the Dayton area and, and you're and I appreciate you listening to the podcast and, and I'm glad you get to hear the update, but, um, to our people, man, we just want to invite you as you hear us unpack a little bit of some of the things that we're into, like it's an open invitation mm-hmm. to come and get involved on right. everything that's going on yeah. and to, to be excited to invite your neighbors, invite your friends. We have a very interesting community because of the air force base that, that people um, have come here. And as they've gotten out of the air force, they've moved to this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've got a lot of people not from this area that are in the same situation as you were when right. you got here from yep. Missouri. And, and we get that challenge. Um, but man, we've seen it as a cool opportunity as we're creating our new routines to purposely interact with people who don't know Christ. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, man, I just want to encourage you to, to jump on. Um, I, I can say I'm, I'm grateful to, um, be a part of what God is doing in, in your family's life Mm -hmm. and to be here and to serve alongside you. Um, it's been a fun I can't, I'm getting close to six months mm-hmm. now, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, it's been an incredibly fun time. Um, 
but I think the best is yet to come. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And one thing, I guess we can wrap it up this way is one thing that it really does excite me. And you and I have been seeing this more and more, especially over the last couple of weeks is some people in our church mm-hmm. catching the vision for seeing something and they're just stepping up. Like, I can't tell you how many texts I've gotten this week and you've even received some of somebody saying, Hey, I've noticed this. I'm going to take care of whatever. And we don't, we're not asking for it. Like we have needs and like, we're not needs that we're not even broadcasting. And we've got people reaching out going, Hey, I know this is going on. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to step up. I'm going to buy this, or I'm going to provide this, or I'm going to, I'm going to go and take this person here. It's been phenomenal. And I'm going to tell you what, nothing excites me more than all the stuff we talked about earlier. Nothing excites me more than to seeing God, than seeing God work in the hearts of our people and they're catching the vision for what he's doing. And they're starting to see their role and their part in that, that it's not okay to come and just sit in a pew or a chair. We don't have pews, but we have chairs. Not okay. Just come sit in a chair and just consume. Mm -hmm. We have got more and more people stepping up now who at one point were consumers and now they're turning into producers. And I'm going to tell you, man, that to me is worth everything. And mm-hmm. if, 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 if no other reason God called us here to impact people to do that, it's awesome. Right. And I can't, man, I get worked up just even talking about that because I'm telling you, it's just, and you've seen this the last two or three weeks, this is starting to really starting to ramp up and I'm going to challenge our people too, man. If you, those of you who listen to this, man, keep going. Yeah. Don't stop now. I mean, God is just getting started Mm -hmm. and and maybe you're in the dayton centerville waynesville springboro whatever area around here and maybe you're listening maybe you somebody else turned you on to this podcast and you don't go to church somewhere um i'm gonna tell you what it's one thing to hear us talk about it why don't you come check it out yeah like come see for yourself it's really cool to experience i had a one of those people that we were talking about said to me um he just looked at me and he said this next five years it's going to be really exciting, isn't it? And I'm like, oh, yeah. it's going to be really exciting. <laughs> so I have no yeah. idea what it's going to look like. I couldn't begin yep. to tell you, but man, yep. we're excited. And, yep. and So come be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Come and jump in. And, and the cool thing is, is we welcome um, you not to just come and sit. We mm. welcome and encourage you to come and jump in and be a part of our family, our community. Right. Um, and at the same time, man, we, we all just, we're we both grew up in hardworking families. Mm-hmm. And so as we work to lead this church family, um, we're leading the only kind of families we know how to lead. And right. that's hardworking families. There's right. nobody just gets to hang out. Everybody has something to do. do something God's gifted everybody. And so here's the deal. We're a church where it's okay to not be okay. And we're a church. That's a safe place for people to find and follow Jesus. And we're all on this journey together. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, maybe God's working in your heart. Maybe you're part of our church and God's starting to stir in your heart. Hey, I, I want to be a part of something. I want to, I want to jump in Then jump in. We encourage you to do that. come talk to us, come talk to Ben, come talk to myself. Um, but maybe again, maybe you don't go to church anywhere. Maybe you're just hearing this or, uh, maybe you've been to church for a long time, but you're like, man, I just don't get it. Hey, come check us out. Right. Right. And, and usually this is where we say until next time, but <laughs> next time won't be our normal next time. Um, super excited. John is, is taking some training with our Centerville police department next week. Um, and so we are going to be off for one week. So next week you won't be able to find, um, our new episode because it won't be there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because of some cool ministry stuff that are going, that's going on. Um, but a week after that, 
we'll be there and and we'll keep you updated. Our summer schedule is going to be a little different mm-hmm. um, because of cool ministry stuff, but we are loving um, this platform. And so um, we'll be here. It's just going to be a little different as, as we work through the summer. So even though next time isn't the normal next time, <laughs> until next time. <laughs> <laughs>